purple. Welcome to the Dream Mini podcast, everyone. This is episode number two of our favorite Dracos. This is Georgie <laughs> and Diana, and we are very excited to share with you some other very, very nice and interesting and snarky and lovely and loving Dracos. Today's <laughs> Georgie's very excited. You cannot see her, but she's very excited. Uh, today's categories are actually my choice. So unlike last time when we talked about eras and timelines, Draco before eighth year, after eighth year, post-war, today we're going to talk about Draco's characteristics, like loveliest Draco or the um, um, Draco truest to character or stuff like that. So this is um, let's say that my choice of categories that I would have liked to um, search Draco's by. Okay, that was a very complicated way to say it, but I hope you understand what I mean. But before we go into the actual top, Georgie has some nice emails to share that we've received from you, from our wonderful listeners, and a review, I think, as well, which is very, very exciting. So, Georgie, please. Yes, 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 please. Let's, uh, let's first, first of all, I'm so excited. Diana's choices are so wonderful. And we would like to say also, um, there could be a hundred Draco categories. Truly oh. there could be. Yes. We could we could be doing best Dracos until the end of 2022 and I think we wouldn't run out. This is we just something that we do the Draco podcast. <laughs> So, you know, these are just some categories we had for now. Maybe later down the line, we'll add more. If you ever think that there's like one particular Draco you want us to cover, send us an email. We'll keep it in mind and everything else. So now to the logistical stuff, as I said. So we've received some really nice emails from people and some really nice things. And we wanted to read it because I think that's so lovely. And before I start that, if you're not interested in listening, which I think that you should, because I mean, why wouldn't you want to listen to just lovely stuff? Um, I would say skip ahead about five minutes, but knowing me, maybe 10. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm very very long-winded. So here it goes. So our first, uh, well, our first little thing is from Apple Podcasts from K.L. Paul. And K.L. Paul says, yeah. Just what I wanted. People feel so strongly about things from the Harry Potter universe that I've been turned off by some other podcasts because they don't acknowledge the subjective nature of their feelings. Trust us, we are very aware. We are very subjective in the things we like and dislike. <laughs> and that's However, this one is perfect. The hosts do such a great job sharing all nature of fanfics and acknowledging the things that could appeal and maybe not appeal to a variety of people. And as you guys know, if you've listened so far, the two of us like some things together, but a lot of things that are very different from each other. So yes, that is very true. Without ever making you feel bad for liking what you like. Yes, that is our mantra. We will not make people feel bad about the things that they enjoy. Basically, it feels like you are sitting with two friends, which we all and they're happy for you to agree or disagree so thank you so much Kayla Paul thank you so much for writing and we're we're very very happy that that was your perception because that's exactly what we want to achieve that you feel comfortable in whatever you stand for whatever you like whatever uh, I don't know makes you have all the feels so if we don't ship the same things that's totally fine we try to to mention as many things as we can on the other hand we also tend to read the things that we like so probably we have more inclination and more recommendations towards the things that we like but as as much as we can we 
we try to to widen our horizons for you guys we do thank you so much 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 love to you thank you for listening and thank you for taking the time to write the the review we really appreciate it yes it is very cute and then i have some emails because as you guys know the wonderful idea (laughs) of having an email for recommendations from listeners was a fantastic idea so um we received some emails since our last episode and i just wanted to She's the one who set it up. She's the one who manages it. And it's her little baby. <laughs> well, you know, you do the recording and the exporting and the things that I don't understand. So, <laughs> so well, guys, um, I is... need to tell you something. Oh, yes. Yet another podcast. Oh, yes. Very exciting. Um, she was basically selected to do this. And I think it was also because she has this wonderful experience and oh. um, with, uh, with that reminding podcast. Um, so she she's going to, to collaborate with some some nice people from the yes. banking sector. Yes, it was going to be like a more of an economical one. I think it's going to be in Romanian. So if you guys are interested in listening to a Romanian podcast about banking, please reach out to the Dramini podcast at gmail.com and I will send you that one that is available. If you do not speak Romanian, I am so sorry. Yes, but still, but still, I wanted to share that this experience has helped you and opened you to a lot abilities. And it was actually, you know, your idea to do it and they received it very well. And I think it's a wonderful opportunity. So congratulations to Georgie. Please go ahead. (laughs) Sorry. This is why I said skip 10 minutes, not five. So (laughs) Caitlin D sent us an email from Texas and she says, hey, y'all. (laughs) <laughs> which is so lovely, Caitlin. Yeah, we love that. We were so excited. I'm from Texas and I can't tell you how much I appreciate and enjoy all your podcasts. You have the energy of my friends and the excitement and happiness. You resonate in the podcast makes me even more excited to read more Germani fanfics. Oh. I'm learning a lot from you guys and the suggestions you have given are great. Uh, one thing I've been thinking about, I don't know how possible it is, but at least here in Texas, a lot of people do audiobooks because we drive a lot. My commute to and from work is about one and a half hours per day. I wish that Germany Fanfix had an audio version so I can keep reading while I'm going and driving. Maybe you all could have some uploads where you'll read the fanfix. Do with that what you will. Uh, so thank you so much for brightening my life and helping me feel connected with other Germany fans. Sorry for the y'alls. That's just how I talk. First of all, Caitlin, it is adorable. <laughs> we love it. So that is, and I wanted to read the whole thing, not because she tells us we're great um, and everything else. Yeah, I don't, feel, I don't want it to feel, well, that too. I don't want it to feel like we're self congratulating but she did mention, which is a great part, that a lot of people commute. So it's like, they want to read, but if you're driving, how do you do that? So as Diana uh, was nice enough to put that together, that email for her, um, we do have ETL Echo. So if you are on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere there's podcasts, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do, you can listen to uh Germany fanfics on ETL Echo, and that's ETL in one word. It's shortened for enemies to lovers. And then the second word is Echo E C H O. And they have a lot of really great fanfics. They have the Wait in uh Hope uh universe, they have the Rights and Wrong series universe, they have mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. what? They have remained nameless too, no? They have remained nameless. They have 13th Night. Night. They have a lot of really nice uh, one chapters. So that's a really great one. I don't know if you ever knew about this, but definitely give them a listen. We've listened to some fanfics there. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is 
I'm about to recommend something on fanfic.net. I am not happy, but alas, here it goes. Uh, on fanfic.net, if you have the app, which I'd recommend is a lot easier than the website. There's an option where you can go to the chapter and there's a little button. If you don't, if you can't figure it out, uh, send me an email to the Germany podcast uh, at gmail.com and I'll send you a little screenshot um, and you can have it read to you. And then if you have your phone connected to your car through Bluetooth or your headphones, it reads to you. It's obviously a very automatic voice. Like it's not someone reading so, you know, Hermione sounds weird because this is Hermione and stuff like that. But if you're commuting a lot, that's definitely um, another way to listen while you're driving. And as much as Yana and I love to talk about Hermione, we do not have voices mm. that carry well to reading. When I read, I skip half the words because <laughs> I read, I think. And I have, um, I have problems with concentration. So I think, you know, I have concentration gaps sometimes so it's like very fluidly I think I'm a little bit dyslexic as well so this is the you you don't want it you believe me you don't want me to read you bring my need to you and I can't use voice either so yes so these are some of the options and we hope that they have helped you if this is something so thank you Caitlin D we really appreciate it Mm -hmm. our next email is from Caitlin Paul and Caitlin Paul I know it was so weird because it was the first two emails we got and I was like Caitlin wrote to me again and I was like oh it's not the same Caitlin it's a different Caitlin how exciting so (laughs) Caitlin Paul said I would love if you did resorting fanfics hopefully rated R haha but where Hermione becomes a Slytherin so I have some recommendations so the first one is the green girl by Colubrina Mm -hmm. um and it is on archive of our own you do have to be logged in I believe because it is uh protected or something uh she also is and has a lot of her stuff on fanfic.net so that is one. I, in the meantime, have read it. It is fantastic. I'm hoping to talk about it in the future, so I don't want to spoil. Another one is The Missing Sister. This one is a work in progress, but I have Ooh. heard very great things about it. If you Ooh. want this or The Green Girl, I can send you the links. The Peacock and the Otter by Carrie Maxwell. And this one is also whip, and it's been on the list for a long time. I tend to read stuff when it's finished, not all the time, but most of the time um, and then the eagle whip work in progress i i know that most of us know but oh yes we didn't so whip means work in progress yes it does um and then the eagle's nest by heart of aspen uh this one is where hermione and draco get resorted in ravenclaw in eighth year so i know it's not exactly what she asked for but i figured if this is something you'd be interested in so and- thank you so much caitlin paul and there's another one. Why didn't you put the, um, oh God, the Chronos Historia? Uh, oh, yeah. By, by Indrain. Oh, yeah, because they turn. They, yeah, you are so correct. And Draco is sorted into Slytherin, but she's sorted into Ravenclaw for a very, very good reason. I, yes. I really like that one too. <gasps> I think maybe it's my favorite one from Indrains, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Thank so you, Tiana. Tiana, you are always just so wonderful. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Truly, I forgot about it, but you're right. It is, and it is a very good one. And like you said, it's just, and the plot and oh, the way Indrini's rights is just wonderful. Mm. Um, so thank you, Caitlin Paul, and hopefully we help some other people who are listening to Resorting Fix or wanted to read Resorting Fix. Uh, um, our next email is from Guy. 
Um, and she says, I'm a new listener to your podcast, but let me tell you, it is now one of my, it is my number one favorite. I absolutely love hearing you guys mm-hmm. talk about Jermaine. Um, I've been in the Jermaine fandom for about two years, baby. Us too. Ye. Mm-hmm. Us too. It has been the best two years of our life. Pandemic <laughs> be damned. Um, and I love hearing you guys talk about, uh, talking about it. I got so many, so many recommendations from you guys, especially static. And I love it. Oh, Diana's heart. Oh, I know. Ki or Ghi. I'm sorry if I mispronounce your name. I read it, I think three or four times. It's so good. I love it so much. And Galfoy. The author is also very good. The other ones from her, super smart. I was going to start rereading Static this week. I just had an inkling to do it. Yeah, because I was like, I haven't read Static in a while and it is amazing. Um, She said, I'm on episode three, on my way to episode four, but I can assure you guys this podcast is my absolute favorite. I'm so happy I found it. And she talks about how she's pretty similar to both of us. I, I, It's a very lovely email. It's a little long, not that we mind you. Um, but she just tells how, you know, she's has a similar, similar type of writing with Diana because she, sometimes she looks at the ending and then sometimes similar to me. So Diana, a lot of people find themselves in you. And in you as well, Georgie. That's the, no, with the ending though. No, with the, and I'm, I I just want to tell Guy and everyone that the, the emails and the messages are heartwarming. So they make my day. I am so happy. I cry when I read them. So if if I don't, I don't know if we display enough emotion to tell you right now, how we feel when, when we we hear from you. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. And Guy is also the one who recommended Draconian on Wattpad. Mm -hmm. So she remembered that we said something about it and she said it is one of her favorites it's on Wattpad and it's really worth the read. She wouldn't disappoint us. And she just wants to tell us how much she loves us and everything else. And yeah, I have to tell you, I just finished Draconian this morning and I did enjoy it quite a lot. Thank you. And I don't want to say more because we will discuss it possibly in another episode. And I don't want to give up the details. So I'm going to skip to the next email. Um, the next one is from Beam, our lovely, wonderful Beam. Hey, her name is Bea. Yeah. Bea Mondoniedo, if I remember correctly. So yes. Bea, our Beam yes. of Light. Beam of Light. So she sent us a copy of, she's so, oh, she's so oh, wonderful. Diana was mentioning uh, Draco Malfoy, the, amounty, the amazing bouncing rat. Yeah. By my. Yes. <laughs> And she found it for us and she sent it to us, which is so nice. I haven't started and yet. EPUB and PDF. Moby. Yes. Oh, that's so nice. And um, I'm going to start it's it soon. Diana has already PDF. started it. I don't know if it's, I don't know what it's the I'm sorry. It's what? two formats. It's two formats. So if you have Kindle, you can read it. Yes. If you have Kindle, you can read it and you can also read it in PDF. And Diana has already started it. And I have not but I will work on it most <laughs> post-haste, most post-haste I will. Um, and she wrote another wonderful email and she said how like she left the fandom for a little bit and she has returned and this is just a lovely way for her to reconnect. And I'm so excited for her to give us a listen and, and she loves our recommendations and God, we have so many of them. So thank you so much, Beam uh, or Beatriz, um, or uh, we should say Beatriz. Listen, we should pronounce it the way it's supposed to be pronounced. Beatrice, okay? Okay. Okay. So thank you so much, Beatrice. And then I only wanted to mention another listener sent an email, and I think I deleted it by mistake. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, 
was, oh no, it was Manavi, sorry. Manavi also sent an email and she told us she loved the podcast, everything else. She wanted the link to Touch Me Not fanfic. So the Touch Me Not fanfic was that fanfic that Diana recommended, which is Rilo, but it had a, a, a Latin Raylo. name. Rilo. Rilo, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Rilo. Rilo, <laughs> everyone say it together. <laughs> um, and it was, it was, an, it was like a, a Latin name, Naglio, whatever. So what we wanted to say is if you ever listen to us talking about a fanfic and you cannot find it or you don't understand how we're pronouncing things or whatever, just send us an email. We will send you the link. I, can, I cannot wait to hear back from you, please, after you read it. Tell me. Tell me how it was. Tell yes, me what you tell us. <laughs> yes. So now I think it is time to move on to favorite Dragos. Do you want to tell us the categories? The categories. Oh, should I say all the categories first? Okay, I will. The categories are Draco truest to character. Sweetest, softest Draco. Number three, dumb Draco. Number four, creature Draco. Number five, best redemption arc. Uh, number six, Draco making a life for his of his for his for himself. And last one, most interesting and fascinating. Oh no, no, this is this is, was not a category, right? I just it was not a category. I almost I'm like sweating. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, I don't know why. No, 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 Georgie, I apologize. No, no, it's not there. It's not there. The last one maybe was maybe a future episode. Maybe a future episode. Yes. Okay, Tiana, should you start or should I start? You know what? Because these were my categories and you were forced into them. <laughs> oh, yes, it was such a hardship. <laughs> You've thinking start. about because I already know, I think this one, I think we only have one the Draco Truistic character. So please go ahead. Ah, you know what? I think we have the same one. Yes, uh, I added a second one just in case. Yes, um, so I just wanted to touch on it because I do think it is. But I think the one, the, yeah. the mm-hmm. fanfic, and mm-hmm. I don't say this lightly, but I think that uh, if we wouldn't have started with this one, I don't think we would have continued for two years. <laughs> I don't think we would have started a podcast. I think a lot of people start with this one and I'm building it up mm-hmm. because it is worth to be built up. It is the fanfic, which is Isolation by Bex Chan. Mm-hmm. I mean, the blueprint, the Bible. Bexian, if you are listening to us, <laughs> the amount of times that we have talked about isolation and it's not normal for people. <laughs> Poor Diana went through a phase where she would <laughs> read up to a point, then go to the beginning and reread, go back to that point, go to the beginning. She was okay. like, I just don't think that I'll ever read anything as good as this. So, yeah. I need to explain why why I did this. So I a lot of the times for my most favorite fix, the way that I or my favorite fix, that's I read up to the moment they had sex the first time. And then started ah, yes. again, read until they had sex the first time, then started again. <laughs> so that's how it was with isolation. Because I was I was so fearful that okay, if I go past that point and if I at some point finish the book, what will happen to my life? I won't be able to go back. I won't be able to have all these feels and everything will be lost and nothing will measure up to the way that isolation was or these wonderful books. The good news is that there's very many books. There's very, very many dream mining stories that are amazing. Yes. 
So do not but worry. Still, find one that yeah. really, really rocks you and your oh, yeah. universe and your inner world. <laughs> there are others, I promise. <laughs> if you yes. can't find them, and I don't, you don't have time to listen to the whole podcast. Just write to us, and we'll send them to you by your, you know, um, what you like. We can yes. tailor <laughs> our offering. We can tailor from from our very limited, uh, our very limited experience and isolation. Do you do you want to read the Yes. Okay. So I wanted to say it was a pretty long one. Um, we thank were God. like, yes, thank God, because we had time to develop the feelings. I had a little awakening with the Theo in this fanfic, which I didn't even, <laughs> I remembered he was vaguely a character, but for me, like the Theo thing, I remember calling Diana Anyway, so Isolation by Bex Chan, uh, 264,000 words, 49 chapters. So it's pretty long. He can't leave the room, her room, and it's all the order's fault. Confined to a small space with only the mudblood for company, something's going to give. Maybe his sanity, maybe not. There, she spat. Now your blood's filthy too. I have to tell you, when I first read the sentence, shivers shivers i was like oh my god will anything be more cinematic more perfect than this now your blood's filthy too it will make sense if you guys read it if you haven't read it i'm telling you you'll have shivers yeah please drop everything so it's post um post half lab friends ron and harry are horcrux hunting and hermione has been left at hogwarts to help the order make it safe for the other students so it's a little bit different there. Draco is forced by Snape to stay in Hogwarts for his own protection, but he can't leave the room. He is given Granger's room. Hermione is the only student trusted with his information, with this information. So her and Malfoy share the small space and Draco tries to avoid insanity as he becomes increasingly isolated with only the mudblood for company. Something's got to give. Yes. And I need to tell you that I was so impressed that Draco starts by being the snarkiest, meanest, brutest. It, he's horrible at the beginning. Yeah. So he's really, really very, very close to the, he's just like the character in, if not a little bit worse than the character in the book. Yeah, maybe a little worse. <laughs> um, and the change happens gradually, but he, until the end, he does stay true to who who he is so he doesn't become a nice person necessarily or a kind person or but his love for Hermione changes his worldviews he becomes he becomes a better person for sure but he's still snarky he's still mean he's still he's still Draco and the way that the author manages to do that I was so 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 surprised and this is why this is one of the reasons why I thought that I would never find a Draco so believable like this one and yeah every single step in his change is very credible, very, it's realistic. And, and yeah. you witness it, you see what happens and why he changes the way that he does. Um, there's, there's so many little things and bigger things that happen. And he, he changes, he changes with every single paragraph. And yeah. it's wonderful to watch to, um, and to witness. And it's like you're there with the two of them together. I, I agree. And you're so right. And you do see it. It's, it is believable, I think, because you see it happening in real time. Well, in real time. Mm -hmm. um, and he, the thing about, um, you know, because sometimes people will write 
stuff that happens in the Dramaini world 10 years after the ending of Hogwarts. And sometimes people will be like, that's not realistic. And it's like, well, it's 10 years after you didn't have a movie 10 years after or a book. So, but this one, because it is very close to the movies and technically it's during that, it is believable because I do believe that if he were to get close or whatever, he would still call her a mudblood. He would still hate her. But I think if he would allow himself to spend time with her, he would mm. slowly change. Yeah. I do think that. So you are so right. And and the thing is, by the end, he's not this person who's very openly or freely going to say, I love you. Because the, honestly, I just, I do think it's true as the character. I don't think he's someone who says these things out loud. I think his love language is definitely <laughs> not <the> words. <laughs> guys we're going to talk about love languages today did you not know you know what I mean like for him I think it's more about being um how he is with his parents right like very um he cares for very little people and the people he cares for he will do anything for like we've learned with Hermione um and even at the beginning even when they start sleeping together I don't think I'm spoiling anything even when they start sleeping together in the beginning like he doesn't really care for her that much but with time very slowly very on um, the way fiction right honestly yes okay yeah Tell i have another one know. that i think would work do you have another one yeah so i think this one would work and let's discuss it let's let's uh, i think static by galfoy falls under this oh. because let me let me let me tell you why. So standing mm-hmm. by Galfoy, uh, Galfoy is wonderful. D- one of Diana's favorite uh, writers, and Absolutely. mine as well. But Diana is just obsessed with Static, and she read pretty much everything by Galfoy. Seventy-six thousand words, twenty-one chapters. It's on fanfiction.net. Uh, the Order rescued Draco and Lucius Malfoy after Lord Voldemort turned on them. All the safe houses are full, and Hermione Granger is the only one who can take them in. Will she agree? F- uh, after having suffered a drastic nervous breakdown. So let's remember that this Draco, when he comes along, he is not happy and he does not want to be there. And the reason why they even um, go to the order is because Voldemort turned on them. And even then they kind of don't believe it and they don't want to help in the beginning. And he is just horrible to her. Like even Lucius is trying a little bit harder. And oh, by the way, Lucius and Nar- Lucius in this one, yeah, our favorite Lucius. <laughs> we talk about this Lucius all the time. But it's true though, he's snarky, he doesn't want to be there, he's mean to her, he makes things hard on purpose. Um, and they don't give any information to the order and they expect things to be done for them. And and I do think that it is pretty true to character. I do not see Drago Malfoy of like six, six, seventh year being like, oh sure, I'll help around the house. Like he definitely would be like. You must cook for me and you must do things for me and everything else. So yeah. what do you think, Diana? I, I agree. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. And um, I, I read it several times. Please go and read Static. It's very easy to read. It's short, but it's so satisfying and such a, it gives you many, many feels. It's very good. Um, however, I, I wanted to mention at this point that so we already talked about isolation and Static in other episodes as well and I just wanted to tell you guys listening that next episode is going to be about completely new fix so we before we start going into uh, best Hermione's um, tops 
our categories. We wanted to, to do this episode where we talk about what we've read re recently so that you have some new infusion of uh, fresh meat, fanfic yes. meat. Because we decided to do the favorite Draco's episodes a while back and a lot of them mm. are some of the same ones we discussed because obviously they're some of our favorites, but we've also read some stuff recently, both of us that we think maybe doesn't fall in this category and we didn't want you guys to think that well we're just talking about the same stuff over and over again yes so. exactly so don't worry we have some great recommendations coming in the next episode i'm very excited to talk about those as well okay okay back 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 yes let's do it about this one because i'm very curious what you chose sweetest softest draco i have four whoa <laughs> and that is because i had to stop myself <laughs> I'm going to try to not talk too much about the ones that we already discussed in the past. I think the, 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 as I say, the fanfic for this. So I had to, I had to mention apple pies and other amends oh. by to eat a peach because so it's 77,000 words, 29 chapters. I think that we both agree that he is very soft, very sweet, very loving, very wonderful. I'll read the synopsis really quick. Uh, and then we'll move on. We did cover it under our 50 to 100,000, I think, uh, 50 to 100,000 words episode, which is right in the beginning. So if you want to listen more about it, definitely listen to that. It's not until she's brought a basil and strawberry sponge cake to Neville Longbottom and his new girlfriend, Hannah Abbott, a dozen rhubarb hand pies to Luna and Xenophilius Lovegood, and another basket of ganache-covered muffins to Dean and Seamus, Seamus, I think it is, that Hermione admits to herself that she's actually, what she's actually doing. She's making a thing of this. It's a veritable PTSD tour with pastries and hand-skimmed clotted cream. And she has no idea why she's doing it, but it's becoming very apparent that she is. Sometimes you're sad, sometimes you need dessert, and sometimes it's a little bit of both. Yes, to eat a peach, yes. Put it on a pillow, put it on a t-shirt, yes. <laughs> This is the motto I want to or live by. On a cake. And that's honestly, sometimes when you're sad and you deserve, you end up being sad and you so. Anyway, so apple pies and other men's, you agree? It is like sweet Draco, so sweet. We're not going to go too much into it. Why don't you say yours? And then as we figure out if we have time, I'll say more or not. Um, mine is um, Tremble and Depart. Oh, yeah. Guys, I don't know. Tremble in the part just moved me. It did. Deeply by Dark of the Moon. Um, it says, Draco Lucius Malfoy, Death Eater, disposable, life on probation at the ministry, meant keeping his head down and his mouth shut. On his first field assignment, assignment he's tasked with investigating an abandoned Death Eater manor, hiding more than a few secrets in its walls stuck with the only witch who agreed to work with him. Uh, it's 140,000 words. Um, we talked about it before. Yeah. Um, I don't remember where in which episode. Do you remember, Georgia? I think it was, no, it was the tropes episode. I think it was under co-workers. Yes, yes. Just go and listen to that episode, guys. It's so, it's so nice. And it's nice because it's, they, the way that their their relationship evolves in that house yes. and what you find out about 
them and how they see one another <clears throat> and how much how they come close and the first time they are together oh my god it's it's really 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 sweet so it's one of those it's books sweet. that if you want to feel good you're gonna yeah. read it over and over again I totally recommend it so that's mine and, and Draco because we're talking about Draco's right so this one he's um patient kind of and resigned to look at her from far away and I know I think in, in at the end of the first chapter he there's this I think in the last paragraph I read it so many times that line it was he wondered where when she turned so beautiful mm. yeah and that that's how the whole book is like yeah. how he looks at her and how it's very very nice who wrote it dark of the moon oh dark of the moon we love her. Mm. Yes, yes. yes. That is a very good choice. I have one that is a work in prog progress, meaning a rip, but I wanted to uh, recommend it because, so it is called Second Chances and Tattered Pages by the Dreamer and the Dance. It is 12,000 words so far in two out of three chapters. So it is not very long. I will read the synopsis and then I'll tell you why I'm recommending, even though it's a rip. Years after the war, Draco Malfoy is looking for a second chance. So maybe sinking his dwindling inheritance into a shoddy bookstore isn't the best plan, but he signs the papers anyway. And he works to restore the shop to its former glory, though he finds himself healing too. And before you ask, no, of course he didn't buy the shop in hopes Hermione Granger would stumble in. He totally did. <laughs> But it would sure be nice if she did, and she does. <laughs> so I have to tell you guys, you know how I say I'm, I'm like a mood reader and Deanna just like rolls her eyes at this point. <laughs> I hope I hear this one more time. <laughs> if she hears one more time, I'm not reading that because I'm a mood reader. She's going to kick me off the podcast. <laughs> no, she wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. That Maybe is if I keep saying it enough, she would. But have you, do you know like when you love certain things? Well, if you love bookstore in a small town, cup of tea on a rainy day, snuggle with your favorite blanket on your favorite chair reading, soft book. Well, that's just it. So it's like, I... It's a, it's an amazing, what? This is what Georgie loves. Everything. Yes, this is what I love. So maybe it is. So the dreamer and like the dance, noise. maybe. I want the yes. noise. Yes, <laughs> maybe the dreamer and the dance wrote for me, but I love it so much. It is, he, so he opens this door hoping she'll walk in and he does heal himself. And along the way, you know, she, it's not finished yet. I don't want to give it up too much, but if you love, as Diana says, if it want you want to read something that gives you the feels, this is the thing to read to give you the feels. Uh, I love, love, love it. Second Chances and Tattered Pages by the Dreamer and the Dance. And no, she does not have an update schedule. She'll update the last chapter whenever. So if you do not like listening or reading things that are not finished, you can wait until it's done. I'm not surprised okay, that you did actually. That you started. It was very recent, I, I find. You know, I, I yes, I tend to read whips if I know they're going to end well. And if it looks like they're updating constantly, 
because mm-hmm. I've done the mistake of starting something and then they never update again and then it was like stuck in them like and again I listen that no one owes us anything to update stuff your mental health is so much more important and maybe they're not interested anymore but if they're short and if it looks like it's gonna be finished then I'm gonna read a whip if I don't know for sure <laughs> then I might not okay okay, okay. got yes. it have another no, you tell me. You you oh, are very prolific, so I find. In the your... other ones we've we've kind of covered in the past, but I did want to mention two that we've discussed and one that we have not, but I did want to mention. So the next one is ties that bind by conjunctiones lagivaris. Lagivaris. I don't know, guys. By tattoos and high heeled shoes. You can email me and I'll send you the link. It is 21 chapters. 21,000 words, two chapters, and you know which one I'm talking about. It is the one where um, they are ministry mandated to get married. And um, in order to do that, before they do that, they have to look at some memories, core memories of each other, so they can understand why the ministry chose them to be together. And then you find out some stuff about this wonderful, lovely, kind, oh, patient, Draco, honestly, can't say more. Read it. If you love a, a soft, sweet Draco that is not nauseating in his sweetness and softness, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is the perfect one to read. The other one is Wish I Could Be We're Finally Free, and it's a series mm-hmm. by Melanora Drood. 10,000 words, two chapters. These are, well, they're not two chapters, they're like one chapter in each, they're like part of a series. But after the ball, Hermione cannot help but run away to cry, fraternizing with the enemy Ron had called it. Well, maybe just maybe she wishes someone else could see her, the real her, and maybe just maybe someone does. And the little synopsis for the second part of it is it's been four years since she has danced with Draco Malfoy. She intends on dancing with him again. So obviously the first part takes during the Yule Ball. This Draco is, uh, like at one point he said something like, maybe if we were different people and it just like broke my heart and it is so lovely and he's so kind. And then the second one, you do see them like four years later. Um, And I think that you should read it because it's lovely, right? Yes, yes, definitely. And it's short, short and very sweet. Yes. And you know what? I'm very proud of you. That's great. Yes. And I have another one. Uh, this one, I've never mentioned it before, what? but I do, I know, I, I, we need to have some new stuff. And I was like, I have read some stuff that could fall under this. So I went scavenging in my non-organized list of uh, things I have read. <laughs> this one is called Fix by Orphan underscore Count. So sometimes when writers write and then they leave AO3, they, they become orphan accounts. So it's going to be probably harder for you guys to find, but if you do want it, let me know and I'll send you the link. So it's fixed by orphan accounts. It's 8,000 words, one chapter. And it's, this is the synopsis. Look at me, Hermione, he whispered. And she looked up at him. No matter what, she couldn't deny him. She could only deny herself. She chewed on her bottom lip, tasting salt and metallic. I can't fix you. Why not? Why not? Hermione has been dealing with darkness for four years, one that's beginning to convince her she's unworthy of Draco's love. The story is about healing and Hermione coming to terms that she's not okay, but she's still commendable, worthy of the love she's being given. Ah, I mean, amen. So hard to believe. This short story is about learning just how much you deserve to be loved, even when your head tells you differently. Hmm. Listen, it is not an easy read. read. It It does mention depression, suicidal thoughts, 
brief eating disorder. So if it's not for you, it's not for you. I wanted to mention it because the subject is hard, but um, the Draco here is, man, if you were ever to go through something like that, and not that I wish that on upon anyone, this is the kind of partner you would want. He is someone who is there for her throughout all these years. He never judges her. He's there for her when she needs him, when she asks for him, when she doesn't, most times she doesn't. Um, he's there for her to tell her, you need to get better on your own. It's not something I can do for you, which I think is so important. But he's the kind of, like when I was reading it, I was like, I kind of like him uh, because he is supportive and Honestly, like if I would go to go through stuff like that, like that's the kind of partner I would want to be with. And I can't say more and it's not an easy read. So it reads. So if these are things that trigger you do not read. But I just I found myself just so like I've read it twice in the last month because I was reading it, to whatever. And I have read it in the past, but I read it twice because I just like I thought it resonated. So and she's just, you know, he's like tough when he has to be tough, but kind when he has to be kind what is the name again it's called fix and it's by orphan account so again you probably won't find it but it's a one chapter so if you want to look by that and if you can't find it please let me know and i will send you the link that's that's wonderful on to the next category the category yeah <laughs> that's a completely different vibe now it's yes oh my god yes maybe i shouldn't have dominant yes. So should we say something about the Dom thing? Yeah. So there were so many things that could fall under a very sexual Draco. In reality, he was a pureblood who was probably saving himself for marriage. So I don't know how experienced he would be, but alas, this is the world of fanfiction. Oh, wait, wait. He, in most of them, he's a sex god. What are we talking about? That's what I'm saying. So we were talking about sex god Draco, big dear Draco, um, <laughs> this Draco, that Draco. Well, we settled on Dom. And the reason for that is there's multiple reasons. First of all, we do not, Diana and I do not claim that the fanfics that we are reading are proper Dom sub etiquette. We do not know mm. enough about the subject. Absolutely. We're not telling you yeah. that we endorse what it's written, but we decided on Dom because it is a very popular trope, right? And not just in Germany, but in pretty much everything. It is a very popular trope that a lot of people like reading. And we figured it kind of encompasses all of them, but maybe not really. And and I think I think we have some good choices, Diana. Do you want to start? Yes, but I also wanted to mention that ah, yes. um, ABO with ah. Omega versus we didn't I, I don't know about you, your categories, Georgie, but I didn't include them because we had those categories in the tropes. Yeah. Vela or Vila. I don't know when we're gonna find out how to pronounce it correctly, but we didn't we did not include those with mating yeah. and you know those so, so we we I I chose something that was strictly dumb from my perspective. Yeah. Me too. <clears throat> Which well, because we have the an uneducated perspective, just as Georgie yeah. beautifully explained. So thank you very much, Georgie, for that. I, I really appreciate the disclaimer. So mine is mirror of Erised. I knew you would choose that one. Oh, tell us about the Mirror of Erised. The Mirror of Erised. Draco Malfoy discovers the Mirror of Erised in the room of requirement that he sees. What he sees in the mirror reminds him of why he can never be a true Death Eater. 
Years later, he betrays the Dark Lord, rescuing Harry Potter and the other captives in Malfoy Manor in exchange for protection for himself and his mother. But what will he do when he is faced with the ultimate test of his true intention upon his arrival, a supervised visit to the mirror of Arizet? And what will he do when the object of his desire is supervising his test? Uh, 15,000 words, guys. Um, this Yana <laughs> needs a moment. Yeah, pregnant pause. Um, because this this Draco is also so the six scenes in this one. They are one of the hottest I have ever read and probably will ever read. It is so well written, and uh, at the author comfortable silences. Um, she has also she's written also mud blood which has, again, very, very hot sex scenes as well. Um, but this Draco, um, he's, he's a very nice Draco too. So he does, you know, he rescues it. He has a great, great um, uh, contribution to ending the war. Um, he, and what he sees in that mirror is actually himself with her, but it's not only the fact that they have, you know, sets but she also has an emerald ring which means that he cares more for her than just for sex it's not simply attraction so his intentions are very very serious so and it's very nice because in, in this one it's actually pretty obvious that she's actually in power even though she's the sub um because he has these very strong feelings for her so i think that power distribution is very, very interesting and very well described in this one. And one of the things that I love the most, and I think I mentioned it before, the thing that really, really, um, that I really like and really affects me in all the best ways is when Draco becomes friends with Harry and with Ron. Um, I don't know, somehow that makes me feel amazing and I, I love it when that happens and it happens very very rarely in fix and I understand why because it's very improbable but there is this very small small I don't know it's just a sentence they return from a mission um, and Ron uh, hugs Draco and thanks him for for saving his mom or something like that and Draco looks around in the room and sees everyone happy for winning the war and is happy as well but is a little bit empty inside because his the object of his desire and of his love he well at least from what he knows at that moment she doesn't respond to his um, um to his feelings and desires yeah. he's in for a surprise of course of the most wonderful surprise of his life probably um but but i love that too and i love the fact that he's actually presented in a very positive way he's he's loving he has the best intentions he he does something impactful for for the order um so that's why i love this Rico very much and now diana will go and reread it <laughs> God, no, Georgie, I have so many started and I have them so easy. I don't know if I can, but probably. <laughs> you know what? I want to, listen, I read it and I like it. And the way you describe it, I want to reread it. So maybe I'm going to stop on the static and reread the mirror of everything. Which, by the way, I did not know it was pronounced Arisid until I said it to Deanna in a, in a voice note. And I was saying, arised. And she's like, what? <laughs> 
And then she goes, Georgie, who's Harry Satan? I was like, oh, pardon moi. Because you were thinking about aroused, probably. So well, I mean, am I not thinking about aroused 24-7 since I started reading the Hermione <laughs> Maybe I am. Mom, if you're listening to this, you wouldn't because you don't understand English. But if you are, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I added my mom to our list of followers. She wanted to listen to us. That's okay. That's okay. She's no, open. it is okay. It is totally okay. I also have another aroused fanfic for you. <laughs> and by the way, um, my mom is a big fan of yours for a good reason. <laughs> so add, add her to you. Yay. Okay. Oh, I would only want to mention it because we did have it in the best text uh, episode, but it is the Aristid effect, which I think was the first one that we read into the world of Dom sub whatever. And it was yeah, just. I didn't read it. Yeah. You, oh, that's right. You did not read it. I read it so much. I haven't read it. I read it so much that I think you read it too. So <laughs> you read when it I first right? discovered the Aristid effect by uh, Ada, A-D-A underscore P underscore R-I-X, uh, it's 97,000 words, 16 chapters. It was not on the AO3. It was not on the fanfic or the Wattpads. I read it on a PDF. Do you know how much it sucks, Diana? You know, this is why Diana mm -hmm. never finished Cruel and Beautiful World because mm -hmm. it's on PDF and it sucks. It sucks reading it, but, but I read it. I sent it to you guys, so. Uh, she put it back on AO3. Oh, oh. That's what I wanted to say. Yes, yeah, so she's back in the fandom. Let me download it now. Well, maybe now you will read the Arison. Maybe you'll read the two aroused fanfic. So. <laughs> Don't, I don't need to go into the Aristide effect. Uh, if you've listened to us, I've talked about it uh, and go listen to that episode. But basically Hermione and Pansy work in a shop together. Draco, Harry, Theo and Blaze all work together at the ministry. They all meet up every Friday at the pub to have drinks. Pansy has a new fantasy potion that she likes to call the Aristide effect um, that she keeps. Uh, she's keen to try out on willing participant. Boys are so easy to manipulate when alcohol is involved. Listen. Miss Ada, I don't know what you were drinking when you wrote this, what you were smoking, where you were, but kudos to you. I read this and I was a changed woman, I tell you. I finally read some things and I was like, I was like that, that uh, audio on TikTok. Am I attracted to this? No, but am I? No, but am I? Maybe. That was me. It is so hot um weirdly enough and i know what you say well why weirdly because it is a you know sometimes there's like porn with plot and whatever weirdly enough not only does it have plot but he's actually really nice and sweet and cares for her so much and he's so in love with her poor little sad little draco who wants hermione so much and has been dreaming her forever this pansy is hilarious because she just loves to stir the pot and everything else and all the characters are wonderful and definitely go read it do you have any more under Dom? Mm -mm. Oh, I have two more if that's okay. Georgie, okay, go ahead. Okay, these are new. So the first one is Good by Love's Bitka 8. But it's whip. It's a whip, yeah? It's a whip, but let's, let's talk about it. Oh, I read this as a whip. Before I read it, I didn't realize that Miss Love's Bitka 8 Hello, Miss Loves Biscuit. We love you. Uh, only updates it once per year on Valentine's Day. 
So there were three chapters out of eight, and I was like, oh, so she's going to finish it real soon. And then I read the author's note, and she's like, yeah, I'll see you guys September 14th the next year, suckers. So now... <laughs> Every time she posted, no, I'm lying. She did post a chapter for one of her friends in the fandom's birthday. So we got two chapters that year. But um, Valentine's Day is coming. So she's going to update the next chapter. By so, the way, this is the Valentine's episode. We didn't mention it. I forgot. Uh, this is why we're uh, recording. Yes, yes, right now because Valentine's Day. And we're going to. Yes, everyone, because we wanted you to read some hot fanfics before you got down and dirty with your partner. <laughs> <laughs> help the mood we did forget to mention anyway uh she does up she's gonna update this year so in a couple of days so it's twenty six thousand words four out of eight chapters it is very hot very dirty uh it is wonderful uh i like this draco very much and that is that i don't want to say more I because like this draco that much i read the four chapters as well Oh, I know you did not, you did not, you were not the best, the biggest fan no, of this. It wasn't, the writing is amazing. And well, uh, yeah. So, I mean, the author is. I liked it because there were these moments that, and I think when you're a good writer, it's easier to do. She writes these little stowaway moments where it's so obvious that he cares so much for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so to, to I me, I, I can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so to me, I can take those little moments and I can not create my whole world around it, like uh, my own world behind it, but I can see other things other than what's being said out loud. And I do think that for the first time in a long time, um, he's found someone that maybe is um, is someone that understands and gets it and you know, he wants to be with, and maybe he's always wanted to be with her, who knows, but I just, I do, and I think, I think we've talked about it in the past, sometimes it doesn't even need to be a, a new topic, as long as it's written well, I, I just will enjoy it, and then I do want to mention one, um, and then we'll move on, because I do know that we um, still have a couple of categories, I do want to mention another one, Ardent Bonds by Music, with Y, Ardent Bonds by Music, 17,000 words, one chapter. Um, It says, maybe it was wrong to think about this. Maybe it was horrible to even consider, but but if Draco Malfoy liked to dominate, she couldn't stop herself from picturing it, picturing him. Listen, I have read this one so many times, I can't even tell you. Um, So it starts with uh, Hermione overhearing Astoria and Pansy talking about what she assumes is Draco. And his proclivities in bed. You actually never find out if they are talking about Draco, but it doesn't matter because she finally feels like she's found the person she can be herself with. This is something that she's always wanted to be, a submissive to someone. And she's tried it with her sexual partners and no one was into it. So she runs to him and she tells him she wants to do it and she's always wanted to do it. And Draco obviously thinks that she's pulling his leg and joking and he tells her to leave. Um, She convinces him it is what she wants to do. And their sex thing starts <sighs> Georgie did I have I read it I don't think you did because I think I thought that you really don't like reading dumb stuff so I kind of never Georgie, really recommend please well listen you are a changed you are a changed woman <laughs> now I must say that I am yes I have found myself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Sometimes we're like, I found my true self. <laughs> you know what? Every oh, time God. I reread it, I thought about sending it to you. And I was like, oh, later, later. And then this <laughs> week when I was like looking at stuff, I was like, I really should send it to her. And I was like, if she really likes what she's hearing, I'll send it to her. So I will send it to you. I think you will enjoy it. It's written fantastic. And I have another one. Um, I just remembered. Lose Control, Mad Rose underscore writing. In Elysium, oh, that girl yes. behind the white mask begging for permission to come undone would could be the golden girl. That man behind the mask making her beg could be the boy who had no choice. In Elysium, an anonymity is key. If you could be anyone, who would you be? 70,000 yes. words. Um, it's so it's very nice because he is a he was a dumb because he felt that he never had control in his life mm. it's a sub because she never gave up control in her life and they meet in this club of course there is a perfect match between them um and they had have very very hot sex um there is one scene in particular i'm not going to mention it on the podcast but one that i find i think the, the last one in elysium that i find very hot but um, after that, they anyway, it's, things happen, and I don't want to to spoil uh, things. Mm-hmm. But but that one is good to read as well if you like and if you if you enjoy this type of fabric. <gasps> are reminding me. I don't know how I forgot about mentioning. Well, there's there's so many. Sometimes you forget, and you're like, oh, I should have mentioned that. But I'm glad I'm glad that you remembered it. And the thing is um it's elysium right so it's it's called lose control and the i was if i would have i think the title isn't that representative and this is why i actually remember the name of the the club elysium more mm-hmm. than the actual name but now i anyway so lose control by madros underscore the uh, underscore writing Okay, shall we go to the next uh, category? Don't forget to send me that one. Um, Best Creature Draco. And I'm very excited about this category. And I think, Georgie, we have the same one for sure. I think this is a new one that we haven't talked about. It is, but I I knew you were going to choose that one. So I did not choose it, but I did write it on there. So we do have to say that Creature Draco uh, covers all matters of sin. We only chose uh, Vila and Werewolf because they're the most popular ones and the ones that are most out there. But there is Vampire, Draco, there are other ones, but these are the two that we're going to discuss today. And I must say that Vila, we had Vila before. In we the did. Tropes, no? So I didn't choose anything that we had already. So this one is a new one. The one that I read on the airport is called The Sacrifices We Make by LR underscore Earl. The sacrifices we make. Let me. So it's seventy-seven thousand words. Let me read you the, the, the read to you the summary. So after Harry Potter falls in the final battle, a desperate order of the Phoenix needs Draco Malfoy's pack of werewolves to defeat Voldemort. Hermione plans to offer the reclusive Alpha the one thing he can't refuse: a child of his own. But sometimes we find ourselves in the sacrifices we make. It says that it received a lot of awards, um, best hero Hermione, best wartime Hermione, best smut winner, and all for good reasons. Yes. 
it is an older fic. It's written in a slightly in a, in a slightly different style, I find. Something that, you know, things have evolved in writing as well. So maybe you, you'll find it slightly different, but it's original. Those are things and ideas that I have never read before. Mm-hmm. And the the concepts of how Draco he's a werewolf but he doesn't really remember what happened before he's killed the alpha uh grayback I think was the alpha and he is the alpha of the of the pack but the dynamics of the packs the the fact that he they cannot have children werewolf with werewolf they can only have children with a non-werewolf woman and that is what Hermione offers to him and guys what how it happens for the first time Uh it's it's shocking it's so awesome and interesting (laughs) and original it's amazing and then the sexual tension between them and this combination between you know kind of attraction but animalistic stuff as well Mm -hmm. And it's, it, it can, you know, these things can go really wrong, right? So they can go mm-hmm. in a really very, very, you know, it's, it can become too much, but it doesn't somehow. I don't know how. Yeah. Um, and I can tell you that I'm, maybe I'm more on the conservative side. I don't know. I don't even know now. <laughs> I'm sorry, friends. <laughs> and I, you know, it's <laughs> that, you know, doors have opened to me and I found out new things, but but. <laughs> reading dream mining so she's laughing out loud um, <clears throat> but and then and so the, the sex between them is very very interesting and the thing is and it's different right so we've read so it much different stuff. georgie and i were talking that um now we're reading things that are well written and they're good but because we've read so much sometimes we are very hard to impress and this is sad i know this is sad yeah. but it's so true so Georgie read one recently and she said you know if I would have read this one year ago I would have been amazed and in love yeah. and it would have been one of my favorite ones but now after having read so many good stuff you can barely be you know impressed yeah. and odd and whatever but this one guys this one is something else I tell you you need to do yeah. so and you know I, I mean and there is also a very, very surprising, everything is surprising, everything. Yes, so everything single, is. single chapter brings a new thing that you don't know where this came from, um, in, but in the good way. And then at some point, Hermione does something awesome. Honestly, Georgie, I think yeah. one of the, my favorite Hermione, she does something yeah. awesome. And she also becomes something very important. But yes. I don't want to spoil it for you because it's so so cool. Honestly, go read it. It is, yeah, it is one of the most original ones we've read. Um, and I know Werewolf is not someone that we read very often, maybe because there's not that many. But he is just, yeah. and they and the two of them together, you're like, how did you write this in like seventy thousand words? Like, mm-hmm. I, Deanna, like Diana, you read it in like one sitting, right? like the power it held over yeah us and I couldn't stop I couldn't stop because it was so so interesting it's really and it has lavender Mm. yes lavender yeah lavender brown in a you know and I sometimes she gets like the shitty end of the stick because you know 
Ron cheats on Hermione with Lavender, Lavender does something, whatever. And sometimes she gets the, the shitty end of the stick. But in this one, she's mm -hmm. written like someone who has power, who is knowledgeable, who is a leader. And she gets such a nice ending. And I love it so much. So I did want to mention that. But you're right. Oh, well, now you're making me want to. I want to reread everything we talked about today. Like, Nadrigo is so hot. Diana, I have. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I am not giving anything up. I hope I don't think I am. I have never thought that I would find hot when he takes uh huh and puts it on her whole body to protect her during the full moon. When you guys read the book, you know what I'm talking about. I thought I was going to be disgusted by that. I've not. This is so hot. So hot. Yeah. So it, somehow she writes it in such a way that it's mm -hmm. um it's really really hot as i said because i mean hot. werewolf and human can can really it's very tough to write i find but mm -hmm. the way that the author does it is is amazing um i did want to mention i do have all new fixed under this category mm. but they're all very short so one that i wanted to mention if it's okay with you under werewolf mm. it's called how to date a werewolf it's called by Gooba Booba. I love Gooba, by the way. 28 words. No, not 20,000 words. 28 words, nine chapters. And I'll tell you why or something like that. Or 2,800 or 280 words, actually. It is a comic book style. Gooba Booba is a fantastic artist. And I think that we could talk about artists in the fandom more because we sometimes look at some artworks that we are amazed Tell me, Georgie, what you tell them. Tell them what you sent me. Uh, so if you guys love Germione or uh, fanfics, obviously, because you're listening to us, there's an author called Dara Art. She's not an author. She's an um, painter. Designer. I don't know if she's a painter. She's an artist. Yeah, maybe she's a painter. Maybe she's, a, I don't know if she does it digitally or whatever, but she has an account Patreon and she also posts on Instagram and on Twitter if you don't want to pay for it. But on Patreon, if you pay a little more, she posts these things that sometimes are uh, not safe for viewing or whatever. But the, the way she draws is amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, so definitely follow her. But Gooba Gooba has a way of writing where she writes um, creature uh Dramini. so either she writes draco as a werewolf she has one where it's currently on hiatus but uh hermione's a cat um so the, if you like the whole comic book style definitely look into this it's really short it's easy to read the other one is one that i mentioned to you when i was reading it it is called chains by ane yiria seven thousand yes seven thousand words two chapters this is the one where she has sex with him while he's a werewolf. And I remember reading it. Remember, it was in the summertime last year. And I remember reading it and sending a voice note to Diana and going, I am by myself. And I'm a little, like, I keep looking around. I'm getting, like, flustered. This is not normal. <laughs> but basically, the story is that they've been um, in a relationship for a while. And they got close and they lived together. But while they were working together whatever Draco gets bit by a werewolf so he becomes a werewolf so the story starts with he goes to pick her up at the ministry someone says something it unleashes his protective side whatever they go home and this incident made him 
kind of basically become a werewolf sooner than he would have because he is on the wolf's bane and everything else. So he says to her, it's too late for me this month because the full moon is around the corner. I'm not going to be able to take wolf's bane, lock me up in the dungeons, throw away the key. And she says, why don't you come get me? <laughs> so instead of locking him in the basement with chains on because he's going to be a werewolf, she says, you would never hurt me. I am your mate. So she basically leaves the door open, does not put the chains on. So that is this, that, that chains is a lie because there are no chains on him. And then she says to him, come get me. And Draco goes, um, you're crazy. That would like, I'm just going to fuck you until I put babies in you. Cause that's my whole thing about when I am a werewolf. And she's like, okay. <laughs> that is the whole thing. You don't need to know more. So it is hot. It is. Okay, okay. Uh, they have, they do have sex when he's a werewolf. But he's very kind and patient and loveling. And even in the story, you you the the feeling you get is that he's just a wonderful partner. And I thought it was very hot. Very, very hot. Whoa, whoa. I mean like whoa. <laughs> well, before we invest in art, which uh, it is the hardest one for me, and we can discuss it. Can I mention two one chapter villas that I read? Mm -hmm. Yes. Because I know we have the Vila category, so a lot of them we just put on there. But I do want to mention these two one chapters. The first one is Corrupted by Kiono Miko, our favorite. <laughs> yes. And oh, oh, I wanted to say about Kiono Miko that all her Dracos are very sweet and very soft. So all yeah. Kiono Miko's Dracos are redeemed. So if you don't want, you know, too much angst, just read everything, everything that she wrote, starting with Looking Glass, uh, and then once more with Feeling, and you're going <laughs> to, and Waves and Strays, and you're going to be very happy. Okay. Yes, and now this one too. So it's uh, Corrupted by Kiono Miko with Art by Dragon Leaf Writing. It's only 4,900 words, one chapter, but it's basically, um, Hermione, they put like um almost like a target on her back, so she decides to leave. So she's running because everywhere she goes, there's someone following her, and she feels like she's jeopardizing the order. So she disappears, and um, she basically this figure keeps following her uh, all over Europe. She tries to go to Greece, she goes to Italy, she goes to France, and there's someone always following her. And you find out who's following her. Spoiler alert: It's Draco. <laughs> And it's Vila Draco because I just mentioned oh. that. Wink, wink. I can't see me winking, but I'm winking at Diana. <laughs> but it is a very interesting take on a Vila Draco with a dark mark. And that's all I'm going to say. And the things, mm -hmm, and the things that he does for her because she is his mate. Miss Kionomiko, if you are listening to us, if you ever decide to write 100,000 words about this, I would read it. It is, I will send it to you. You will love it. Yeah, please, please. So this is the second one. Then the last one is A Cursed Relationship by the Reader Writes. So A Cursed Relationship by the Reader Writes, 3,700 words, one chapter. It is uh, Draco Zavila. Obviously, Hermione is made. But in this one, um, he has to do everything that she says whether he wants to or not. And the way that it starts is in first year when they're together and he's mean to Neville 
and he makes Neville hurt. I think he hits him or something. And then she goes to him and says, why don't you do the same thing to yourself that you did to Neville? And he does. <gasps> and she's like, wait, what's happening? And that's when she finds out from Dumbledore and McGonagall and Snape that she is his maid and he is predestined to do everything that she asks of him. Um, and it, it writes about the their relationship. Had no choice indeed. Indeed. And over the years, she's scared to be friends with him because she's like, she realizes the power she holds over him. But at the same time, she can't ignore him for too long because if she doesn't pay attention to him, he starts getting sick. Uh, it ends well. It's a happy ending, but it's, a, on a, again, another different take on Vila that I've never read before. So let's move on to the... Georgie, I am so, so impressed and proud of you. Because because we were very stressed that we wouldn't have new fix. And I was like, we've talked about some of the same ones over. And I want to talk about some other ones that I know are one chapters, but mm -hmm. they're different. And um, I thought maybe it would be nice to get some new recommendations. Yeah, definitely. Okay. okay. Uh, the next one is probably my favorite category, and it's called the best mm -hmm. redemption arc. Mm -hmm. And I wanted and to- my what? In my category, that was hardest to choose. Mm, probably, yeah. I have two. But uh, the, the first one, I think, is um, The Disappearances of Draco Malfoy, which Georgie has not read yet. Just so we put it out there. I know. It's very long. 296,000 words. The night that Harry and Dumbledore return from the cave, the Death Eaters are delayed from reaching the top of the astronomy tower for one more minute. Draco Malfoy lowers his wand. A Deathly Hollows rewrite in which Draco accepts Dumbledore's offer to take his death, to fake his death, and go into hiding with the Order of the Phoenix. Um, it's very long. Um, there's um, a lot of um, focus on action as well. Um, there are some changes in the plot. Some things are similar as well, but it's very, very smart the way things uh, happen. They work together for the, to find the Horcruxes. Um, of course, Draco and Hermione work very well together. And I love Draco's evolution. I love how Draco starts seeing Hermione every single day, bit by bit, drop by drop, differently. Mm -hmm. I love how he, um, at the beginning, he still, he wants to be with Voldemort. He wants to, you know, he's still a Death Eater, but because there's this context, he can't. Um, but um, very slowly, it's a very, very slow process. But you, you see it, you notice it and it's there and and it's very so his inner world is very very well described and I love how he starts seeing Hermione differently but again bit by bit so you're there every step of the way it's one yes yes please Georgie yes no when you finish when you finish no I just want to say it's one of the best written books I've read it doesn't have smut um, which to me is you know a little bit of a downside however it is the best or one of the best with, um, yeah. redemption marks I've ever seen. That's awesome. I wanted to ask you, do you think it could also have been under the true to truest to character category? Not as much as isolation. Okay. But yes, it could have been. Yes, 
definitely mm -hmm. just that isolation you have that snark and that meanness that he's yeah i i think that one is closer than this one but yeah. yes this one as well I know, I know you like this one so much. And I've been saying, I'm going to read, you know what is this just so long? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to start reading next. And then I start other stuff. But you have been talking about it for a very long time. And I know you enjoyed it quite a lot. Mm -hmm. Yes. So he is, so you recommend it. Yes. Even though it has no smut. Believe it or not. So that's, that's, I think says a lot. The fact that it doesn't have smut, but still I, I recommend it. So which one is yours? So I chose some existing ones. Do you only have one? I have another one. Oh, do you want to mention yours? Because maybe it's the same one. I am not allowed to because I haven't finished it. <laughs> you can, you can. Mm -hmm. Do you want to, do you want me to mention it? And then we can talk about it? Yeah. Okay. So um, I want to Are mention you know from... <laughs> Before I mention the one, I do yeah. want to mention quickly one I mentioned last episode. Uh, but it's from Wiltshire with Love by Mistress Lynn. Yes. 300, yes. 355,000 words, 86 chapters. It is, listen, I had a whole thing with the redemption arc because in a way, almost all Draco's reread are somewhat, re, they've been redeemed already or in the process. So it's like, how do you choose the one that is the most redeemed or whatever? But this one is, and Diana also chose it, even though she didn't finish it. And you wait until you finish it, because it is he just does so much more. Is uh, by Mistress Lynn, 355,000 words, 86 chapters. I won't talk about it more, but the things that this man does and um, for Hermione and the way that he puts her above himself. Mm. Um, it is maybe not healthy, but... <laughs> Um, he starts the same way like he doesn't really want to be there he's trying to kind of like one smart like upsmart her and trying to do things still for himself but with time the way that he cares for her and um, the things that he goes through and he's used literally by everyone including Hermione don't let that pull you off like throw you off of reading it but she does use him and you do find out why and Tonks kind of tells her listen in war sometimes you have to do that um, but it is awesome and also some of the best side characters that I have ever read. Mm. Tongs, you mean? Tongs, Blaze's mom, uh, Narcissa and Lucius. Mm. I won't say more because you'll find out. Kingly a little bit. Honestly, one of a kind. Can't recommend it more. Um, and I just want to tell you there's a lot of pop culture references that you are going to yes. especially if you were born in the 80s grew up yes. you know, in the 80s 90s it's it's really satisfying to see how Draco discovers the smuggle world and yeah. books and music and movies and it's really really very very satisfying and yeah I, even Mr. Husband was was enthusiastic about it oh that's so nice um go ahead go ahead go ahead, go ahead. that's it that's it that, that those two were mine my oh my gosh so I have I have two more but I'm surprised you didn't mention one of them I'm actually a little shocked you let but I might have an explanation so go ahead go ahead okay I do want to mention this one before I go to the other one so this is one of my favorite of all times I have spoken about it with Diana so many times she's done she's over it um 
she unfortunately can't say anything because she hasn't finished it yet. So, <laughs> Cool and Beautiful World by Lena Foria. 470,000 words, guys, 50 chapters. What? We can send it to you guys. Yes, we, we can send it to you guys. <sighs> Listen, Listen, I'm not going to tell you too much about it because I have spoken about it in every top that I can put it into. I have put it into, but... I will tell you, he is, Diana, you tell me if I am lying when I say to you that the things that he does for her after that really rough start are just so wonderful. But where is the redemption? Well, he redeems himself because of the way that he cares for her. In the beginning, when he finds her, he does not care for her that much. He does not want her to be there. He does not like her. I feel like his redemption came through the fact that he not only helped her escape because, well, she has to live with him and he's a death eater and everything else. You guys will find out the synopsis. Like basically it's a Voldemort run world and everything else. And he's like top death eater. He finds her. She's been beaten and abused for the last four years. So by the way, it's not an easy read. Um, he saves her, but he doesn't want to go with her. For me, the redemption is the way that he is with her after he runs with her mm. and the way that he is with her around her friends and the whole thing with the chocolate uh where the little girl eats her chocolate and everyone's like why is she freaking out and he's just like this is a like to me it's like it's not a big redemption like maybe in from Wilshire with love um but it is the kind of redemption that happens slowly and in small moments and every time he says no I'm gonna let you on your own she's like no you're coming with me um, and he's like, no, I can't. And then he does because he wants to keep her safe. And I just, you know what, to me, the redemption starts at the fact that he saved her, even though if he would have brought her to Dark Lord, he probably would have gotten a, like a reward and he chose to save her. Listen, I will put Cruel and Beautiful World anywhere I can put it. Absolutely, Georgie. Yes, absolutely. You have all the right in the world to add whatever pick you want to any category. I respect that. Yeah. I have a question. Why have you not put under Best Redemption Arc, We Learn to See? Because we're not witnessing it. Ah. Uh, and it's the same thing. We're not witnessing it. So... You know, uh, I understand my top ever, and but um, but when they meet, he's already gone through a lot of processing, a lot. He changes a lot throughout uh, the main mainness as well. But I find that in the disappearances of Draco Malfoy, and then from what's with love, it starts from where we left him in the books, and then it takes the, the books take Draco through a whole process until ah so see that's why it was such a hard category because i'm like okay. in most of them he's already redeemed so it's like but there's such good fix like just because it happened in the past okay so we chose based on different choice like i understand what you mean now you're choosing to see the redemption in the book whereas for me cruel and beautiful world and we learn to see maybe it happens we're before not the book as readers that is I'm sorry I, maybe I, I had to explain it a little bit better but I think we no. good good fix that's we have recommendations that's good yes so then you know what after I say it this way and that's from point of view right that just who's 
from Wilshire with love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the last category is? Yes! The last category is Draco making a life for himself. As I said, these were the categories that I chose. Um, I do not like it that much when Draco is just doing nothing all day. I don't like when he doesn't have a plan for his life or where he's just sitting around the manor. There are some, and some of the best ones are good ones that, you know, he just, he just doesn't know, he doesn't find him and himself uh, and he needs Hermione to help him. That's good and nice, mm -hmm. but I really like a Draco who has some, who can show something, who can prove something for himself. Mm -hmm. So this is why I chose this category and Thank God Georgie agreed. So the first one in this category, I have four. The first one is bring him to his knees um, by music. And we have a whole episode on that. So if you want to look into that, please, please look at that episode. But bring him to his knees here. He is, he's an aura. He's one of the best, if not the best aura. Um, he's also very fascinating, Draco, um, mm -hmm. with very, very strong suits and very strong features and characteristics and stuff like that. It's, it's very nice. Um, and he's very, he cares a lot about, you know, really doing his job well and redeeming himself from, for what happened in the past. And he's, he's a true friend. So he's, yeah. And he, he really makes life for, for himself. Yeah. So that's one. Yes. Great choice. Continue with all of them. Okay. The second one is, of course, Remain Nameless, um, where he's a Quidditch scout and he's donating a lot of sums anonymously to the rebuilding of the, of the magical world. He has his own routine. He goes to, to a mind healer. Um, he has his own house. He moved out of the manor. He lives by, by himself, so his mom is away. So somehow he does have his life put straight to some degree as much as he can you know just with his internal powers of course he or um just by himself I don't even know how to say it but then then her mind comes and she opens a lot of you know a world of possibilities for him and but still he is he has a life mm -hmm. a very tough one he doesn't feel like he does, but I find that somehow, and he's very dedicated to his job. He's very good at his job. He had tried mm -hmm. to find many jobs and he had been refused, but still this, he finds something to keep him busy and to give him the routine in order to be able to, you know, move on or yeah. continue with his life and not commit desperate acts. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so I think that's, that's another um, good. good choice, good choice, Thank good you. choice. We also have a whole episode about Remain Nameless, if you guys want to listen. Yeah, we could have 10 episodes of Remain Nameless. I still haven't read all my quotes from my 30 pages of quotes that I gathered. Anyway. That's so mean of me. You um, know what, for your birthday, that's what you can do. We can do an episode where we read our favorite passages of Remain Nameless. Okay. <laughs> all Silent by Fractured. Um... And I'll just read the description because I think it's, although it's very, it's not very detailed, it's very high level, but you see what I mean. Draco wants a different future than the one his parents expected him to lead. A story of growth, friendship, and thwarted romance. It's very sweet, very sweet. So I recommended it several times. Um, it's lovely. Mm -hmm. It could belong to many, many categories. But in this one, 
um, Draco is very adamant to not do what his parents want him to do, but to do what he feels is, is right. His parents, Mendel, and they do really, really bad stuff, especially Narcissa. She's so, so annoying in this one. And she does something, you know, to control his life, but he, still he doesn't accept that anymore. So he really separates himself from, from his parents and he does what he thinks is right and puts his life in order. And he does it even if at some point in this fanfic, he loses Hermione. Mm-hmm. And, but he doesn't give in. So he's, he's mm-hmm. strong and he's become a man in his own right. And he's, I like that about, about him. Yeah. And then the last one is in this category, something beautiful in return. I know that I've by Smith and Borrow Woman, Borrow Man, Smith and Borrow Man. Um, <clears throat> again, I mentioned it before in other categories. I won't go that much into detail, but the why I like Draco here the, that much is because he has a business. He's trying his best to to make that business successful, although he has the money. Um, He has these houses that are separate from the world and he has his two best friends, Pansy and Blaze, and he holds them close. He's really, really in love with Hermione, but never hopes that he might have a chance with her. But still, he's very dedicated to his work, and his work ethic is great. And he's, he's very true to his friends. And when he finds Hermione, he's also, I don't know, like a very reliable person and all in and devoted and loving. And this is why I add him here too. And he could be very well in the soft Draco category too, but I kind of found he's more suited here. And also, might we add the first time they have the sex is one of the hottest, right? Yeah. It is really. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you chose some really good ones. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. I probably would have chosen, you know what? I didn't even think about the last one, something beautiful in a but you are so right. It is uh, a choice. The other three I also had on mine. Um, and then I also have Being Better by Mimosa Brunch. Uh, 13,000 words, one chapter. This is the one where... Um, well, I'll read you the synopsis really quick. When Draco has had chosen to lie, he had given her hope in that moment beyond the fact that they could win the war. After all, he gave her back the hope that there was still good in people if he looked hard enough for it. Post-war, Hermione receives a summons to speak at his trial. Her candor on the stand delivers him his freedom, but she doesn't expect the tentative friendship to strike up as a result, and she certainly doesn't expect to find herself falling for the boy she hated for years. So this is the one where she tells her he can be better, and he finds a cure for Neville's parents thing. Mm. You know which one I'm talking about. Um, It is super angsty for such a short fic because of course, um, you know, there's something that happens with Hermione and uh, she's afraid of making some choices. It ends well. Uh, It is, I mean, what can we say more? This is a man who heard you can be better and he chose to be better uh, in any way that he can. Um, so I've rec- I've talked about it in the past. I don't want to go into too much details, but I did want to mention the blueprint for making a thing of himself, Draco. Um, 
Diana liked the first one in the series more. I like this one more. The reason why I chose this one is because in this one, he is making a thing of himself. And the first one, he really wasn't. So Wait and Hope by mm-hmm. Might Be Writing, yeah. Yeah. right? Uh, 95,000 words, 12 chapters. We've talked about it in the past. The reason why I didn't choose a beginning and end is because in beginning and end, he's still working on making a decision whether to separate himself from his parents or not, whether to be the person that he was expected to be or be someone. But I feel like in Wait and Hope, can any man be better than him? I mean, he is devoted. He's loving. He's kind. He's patient. He would do anything for her. He uh, literally just waits for her while her memories are not there. He is patient with her. He loves her. Um, he, um, I don't think I'm spoiling anything at this point, because if you've listened to the podcast before, if you've read Jermaine for some time, you've definitely read these ones. Um, he does separate himself from his parents. Um, and not only does he do that, but like he decides to give the money back, if you will. So he is, to me, I feel like out of all the Dracos, we've read about Dracos who have been uh, disinherited or gave it all up. But in this one, he actually pays it back because he's like, I want to be my own man. And I know Diana does is not her favorite because, well, it's tough and it's not an easy read because Hermione puts him through some things. But the part at the end, and I'm not saying she doesn't, she totally does, but that's what I'm saying. He's like the best Draco. My favorite part at the end is if you remember Diana, when oh, yeah, when she goes years after and um she finds the little uh cell phone that they had. And you find out that through the whole ordeal of her losing her memories and him trying to be there for her, he would send her little text messages saying he loves her and he misses her and this is so hard and he, you know, he ha- he hates the way things are, whatever. And it's just so, such an easy thing to write, but the way it might be writing is just put it together. Oh, I just don't know a better man. I just don't, Diana. Do you? <laughs> so this is your favorite Draco? No, your favorite Draco no. is Nameless Draco. Remain Nameless Draco, but you already mentioned him, so I'm not going to you know, mention him. I can't. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah. Well, we're done, Georgie. We're done. She says... <laughs> after an hour and a half. <laughs> okay. Um... I wanted to say something else. It's a philosophical idea. It's not very deep, but I still wanted to share it because I know we talked about it this week and we wanted to add it to the podcast to share it with you guys. So um, first of all, uh, no, I, there's one category or one uh, collection, I think on, um, on AO3, it says, remind me when your meds are not working or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to tell you that I think that for me, Dreamini had made a huge difference from that perspective. I've through the I don't know harder times this last year. Dreamini has really, really been a place where I could escape, um, mm-hmm. where that was safe, that would give me positive feelings, that would allow me to take a break from all the things that were in my head, from all these, you know, heavy thoughts and. Um, 
what the more you think about things in life at least for me the more yeah. dramatic they become and yeah. without solution and you know you feel more helpless and hopeless so whenever I felt that these dark thoughts would come and I wouldn't know what to do um, reading Dreamini has really really been an, an island of of safety and of positive feelings and of recharging and I'm very very grateful for it now looking back I realized that I also realized and that doesn't mean that I, I'm not going to read or whatever but when I have better days and busier days and when my mood is up I don't feel that need that is you know very acute need to go read but on the days where I, I feel down and I feel low it was my my escape my go-to mm -hmm. And it helped me a lot. And beautiful things came out of it, of course, like this podcast and everything yeah. George, that we shared throughout this these past year and something. It was really, really beautiful. But I just wanted to express my gratitude for Dreamini and to say that I felt guilty a lot of the times for spending so much time reading and not doing something productive. But on the other hand, I feel that through Dreamini, I discovered a lot of things about myself. I discovered a lot of things about the things that I like, the things that I don't like. I learned new things. The horizons have been, you know, yeah. <laughs> for me in many, many ways. Um, and it's also, I think it was a very important mental health support. Yeah. And, and I think that's the whole point, right? Like we read this because we like it and we talk about it because we enjoy talking about it. And if you, like, I have never been a firm believer of if things bring you joy, just do them. Um, maybe the people in your life are not going to read Remini. Sometimes when we explain to people what it is, their eyes kind of gloss over a little bit. The thing is, um, we're not reading it for them. We're reading it for us because it brings us pleasure and um, it makes us, you know, it gives you a little bit of, I don't want to say control, but it gives you something where you can hide comfort in. And the last two years have not been easy on anyone. Mm -hmm. They've been pretty tough. And if, if reading about a tall slither, a tall blonde Slytherin and a mm -hmm. bushy haired know-it-all swat brings a little happiness in your life, then that's fantastic. And also if it starts bringing you happiness, just don't read it. Like it's fine. Like people move on people find other things as beam already told us you leave the fandom you come back um so it's just you know like diana has recently started reading rilo rilo am i pronouncing now i'm so self-aware what is wrong with you it's ray ray and kylo raylo I'm like, how do you pronounce it? Yeah. It's Raylo. And I read a little Raylo and I read Panville and other things as well. It's just like, and there are weeks when Deanna will say, I just, I haven't read anything where I don't feel like anything. And there are weeks when I don't read anything. And that's okay too. Like, we're all just here to do something that brings us a little joy and happiness and makes us happy, even if for an hour and 40 minutes, an hour and 45 by the time we say goodbye <laughs> once per month. Yeah, and this is our special Valentine's Day episode, by the way. Everyone, we forgot to mention. <laughs> yeah, quick reminder for us too. Thank you. <laughs> yes, yes, Georgie. Thank you very much. I love you very much. I love you very much. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. You are yes. lovely and amazing, and you bring us so so much joy 
and so much positive energy. We are very grateful for you and we love you as well. We love every single author that spends so much time and so yes. much talent and gifting us with these amazing fanfics that makes our make our life beautiful. Beautiful. And, and I wanted to mention, normally this is where we'd be like, Diana, what have you been reading lately? And then Diana will tell you about the five things she's reading at the same time. And I will tell you, well, maybe more, depends. And I will tell you about the one I'm currently reading. But what we decided to do is next episode, uh, we are going to talk about what have we been reading lately while we've been talking about best Dracos and then the tropes. Because a lot of these episodes, yes, they've had some new fix, but most of them have been fixed we've discussed in the past in smaller or larger detail mm -hmm. and we wanted to have an episode before we go into Hermione's where we discuss all new fics that we've been reading lately that we thought deserve a little attention correct yes absolutely absolutely and maybe we can also add things that maybe we haven't finished but we enjoy reading and yes 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 so infusion of fresh fanfics yes yeah, so next episode that's what it's gonna be and then after that, we're going to uh, delve into her versus Hermione's. Oh, my God, Diana. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> That's okay. Yes, I know, I know. Okay, everyone, thank you. Have a thank lovely you. Valentine. Have a lovely rest of your day, of your week, of your month. And we will see you probably sometime in, or here, you're here from us sometime in March again. Yes. Thank you so much, everyone. Bye. Bye, everyone.